Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Football fans, welcome to Morning Footy. We appreciate you starting your day with us. I'm Susanna Collins alongside Nico Cantor. Michael LaHood back at the desk. Alexis Guerreros. We've got Jenny Chu with some headlines. Michael, how are you finding your Morning Footy experience? Are you settling into Stamford, Connecticut? I am settling in well. I'm heavily caffeinated right now and cannot wait to get the show going. It's it's a necessity. He figured out the way forward. Yeah. Which is to yeah. just drink as much caffeine as your body can handle. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've talked about Nico without his mate. I don't know if you've seen Alexis without his coffee. You know, it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's, it's, who would you rather encounter on the street? Ooh, this is a good question. A, a non-mate Nico or yeah. non-coffee Alexis? Oh, man. Uh, Alexis gets a headache. And so, and he'll tell everyone that he's like about to get the the headache if he doesn't get his coffee. It's two hours. Nico is just kind of like, like don't talk. Like you're such an animated, condescending guy, but he gets really quiet, and it's just so. I don't. I'm trying to pick out which vibe I'd rather go for. Maybe Nico. Has, I don't know. Has, <laughs> has non-mate caffeinated Nico ever given you an issue? No. Okay. No, That's but you do. You I never gave an issue yeah. either. No. I just complained. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Suzanne, I, I will say this. I was despondent. Matefield <laughs> Nico is a complimentary Nico. Thank you. I've seen that. We saw yeah. that before the show. No, Nico's a delight. Yeah, most of you saw that before the show. <laughs> Nico threw me under the bus. To be fair, I'm no fun if I don't mm. have my coffee. Y'all just don't see me. I, I come in pre-caffeinated, so right. you're getting the best version of Susanna all the time because that's the type of coworker I am. Um, all right, let's chat. Let's chat some soccer, guys. Let's chat some Gold Cup. Uh, Canada facing Guadeloupe in the group stage and only manage a 2-2 two, two draw. There was an own goal by Jason Russell-Brown, who was making his national team debut for, for Canada. You hate to see it. Guadalupe also 
scored an also own goal. Also had so an own goal know, just before I know. that. We don't want to. We don't want to just yeah. completely put this on on poor Jason. But this was not the result that. Canada was looking for, was it, Michael? No, it was very disappointing. And previewing this game, this was a response sort of game that Canada and the world was waiting to see, especially in this CONCACAF region. A lot's been made about this Canadian national team since that Nations League disappointing final. I mean, they got wiped off the pitch. I would say since crashing out of the World Cup second to last in the entire tournament. Mm. Uh, I I had more of hope for them to see how they would respond in the Nations League, especially given how they played in the semifinal to get to the final. So my take is more on the Nations League, but I agree with you a bit. Disappointing in the World Cup as well. There's yeah. a lot of talk about Canada being the the kings of Concacaf. I, I mean, I think, where I think Canadians where? were the only ones saying that. No, Charlie and, was and saying one, it too. And, yeah, yeah. one Sierra Look, Leonean. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I think they finished top of qualifying they did. in yeah. over over yeah. two years, which is credit where credits due. They did an incredible job. But now mm-hmm. I think once you have a little bit more of the spotlight on you, considering that you're hosting a World Cup, considering that you gave yourself that tag, you need to withstand the pressure and credit to the Caribbean teams not only Guadeloupe but Martinique as well Cuba went toe-to-toe with Guatemala for a really long time the the Caribbean's always in the Gold Cup this is the beauty of Gold Cup Mm -hmm. they always come to shake things up to stir the pot and uh, they took hey getting a point off of this Canadian team yes you don't have uh, your star power in Alfonso Mm -hmm. Davies Jonathan David but the, the difference in quality I mean like you guys need to understand, like for, they're for the three people. top players. They basically have DPS, right? Like they have three top players. Who? Guadeloupe or Canada? No, Canada. And then there's a serious drop off, and you're seeing oh, that. Oh, but still, but that serious drop off was what I'm what I'm trying to get at is right. that it's still a. Above the quality of Guadeloupe. Absolutely. Uh, Gua- like, Give like some that's, respect that's, to Guadeloupe. That's, for, that's for, sure, for sure, for sure. I'm not taking any respect off of them, and, and mm. I think it's incredible the achievement that they did. But the reality is that uh, the amount of resources that goes into Guadeloupe, yes, there's some professional players abroad in, 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 in the France, French lower divisions, but... It's, there's it's, a player it, for Ajaccio. Yeah. There's a player in Servette. Yeah, yeah dog, come Fine. on. But at, at, but at Servette. You mentioned Servette. I'm saying the, 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 I think you're making a very story. valid The size point. of Guadalupe is the size of a Walmart parking lot. And exactly. They a very valid point, though, Nico, when it comes to this Canada team. Canada is a team that playing in the World Cup qualifiers, they loved being the underdog. And I think you saw that most when they went to Mexico and got a good result. They went to the United States and got a good result. They went home to play against the United States, got a more impressive result. But now your depth is being tested at the Gold Cup. So every tournament cycle, that's one of the biggest things that we talk about with the Mexican national team, with the United States national team, a B team. And how does the B team do? We got to see the B team for Canada, which did have enough players that are part of the A team. Yeah. Look down the spine. Disappointing performances. Steven Vittoria. This is more of a B plus team, Disappointing performance. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Osorio, a player who I expected more from, did not play the way we were expecting him and the other teammates of his to play. I don't think we're disagreeing with each other. I I think that you can have both things. I think you can have uh, Guadeloupe overperforming and doing something absolutely incredible Mm. and Canada just not being up to par. To me, I think it's about what what the headline is and the way people speak about the game. Mm. This is an absolute embarrassment. A draw 
is an absolute embarrassment Agre- for the Canadian national Agreed. team. But the, uh, for me, what the headline should be is the absolute wonderful job that Guadeloupe did. Great tactics, low block, incredible on the counter, you know, disturbed the midfield, disrupted the midfield, I should say. You saw what they were able to do to Osorio. They picked at Larea, continuously picked at Larea to get his mind out of the game. Incredible tactics and and a huge result for Guadeloupe. And frankly, could have won the game. Yeah. They had real moments. So far, we're talking a lot about tactics, but this Guadalupe team was down to one brilliant individual performance for Thierry Ambrose. Thierry Ambrose is incredible. incredible. This guy looked like the other Thierry who works at CBS Sports, Thierry Henri. Uh, Whose dad is from Guadalupe, Amen. by the way. Oh, wow. I mean, look at the goal that Ambrose scored. Could this be a cautionary tale, though, for the U.S., who will face St. Kitts and Nevis today? No. You don't want to... You don't want to sort of underestimate Canada, your different. opponents? Canada, I mean, I think Guadeloupe is a little step above St. Kitts, but Canada shouldn't be drawing Guadeloupe. The United States should not be dropping points. Like, not even in, not even the D team should be dropping points to a Gold Cup debutant St. Kitts. No, I'm just Nevis. saying, don't, you know, you don't mm. want to... St. Kitts are, are not going to make it easy. Okay. But, yeah. yes. honestly, you should beat them pretty easily. Last Gold Cup, Guadeloupe lost all their matches. They come in here, they draw against Canada, whoever, who was at the top of qualifying for World Cup out of this region. This is a big story for them. I'm mm-hmm. very happy. Thierry Ambrose played well. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Phaeton played incredibly yeah. well. I hope I'm pronouncing it probably don't. It's probably Peton. Um, <laughs> absolute incredible. Great job. Shouts to Guadalupe. Yeah. 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 I and, like that. Keep and it And to stand on that, Susanna, what the U.S. will learn from is that they got something out of that first game, even yeah. though being down, you still mm-hmm. had to show character. Sure. That should have been a loss, the way the U.S. men's national team were playing, and we'll get more into that, I'm sure, as the show goes on. Oh, but we they will. were able to get something out of it. They will learn, and I think they'll rectify it and have the right mentality for the second game. Love that. Michael just teased it, too. We will be diving more into uh, that U.S. match against St. Kitts and Nevis. Later on in the show, we are going to take a break. Jenny Chu will be back with the headlines when we come back. Don't go anywhere. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Morning Footy. Um, we are all about the good vibes here mm. on this show. And uh, there is nothing that has, is serving better vibes than this video that we are going to show you of Vancouver Whitecaps head coach Vanny Sartini singing along with Nickelback. So the story is he's a huge Nickelback fan. And one That's a, unfortunate. One, <laughs> hey, listen, everyone has their thing. Nickelback's not He bad. wins a like contest. Nickelback. He wins a contest to sing with the band at a concert. You sure he didn't lose a contest to have to sing with Nickelback? (laughs) He wins this contest, okay? Um, But he said he wouldn't do it unless the Whitecaps won the Canadian Championship, Mm. which they did Mm -hmm. for the second year in a row. Way to go, Whitecaps. Um, Yesterday at a press conference, he gave a little sample of his vocal stylings, and uh, we're going to show it to you right now because we love you. I need a credit (laughs) card that got no limit and a big black jet with the bedroom in it going to join the my heart club at 37,000 feet. 
I want a new tour bus full of old guitars, my own stars on Hollywood Boulevard. Somewhere between Cher and James Dean is fine for me. I'm gonna. Okay. He looks so happy. I feel bad. I will say, you know how like accents make things sound better? Not yeah. Nickelback. Oh. Still, no. still terrible. I don't think you're hating on Nickelback. He's, he's huh? going to be on stage with the, with the band tonight. Like mm. he says that he was hearing Nickelback in Italy <gasps> yes. decades ago. I, I think was that's, this part of some yeah. torture? <laughs> or this is incredibly intimidating. The Nickelback hate is just feels a little unwarranted. I, I would like turn I would turn it down if I was asked to go on stage with Nickelback. I'm just I'd be like, no, a thank heavy you. draft in the studio with uh -huh. the hate haterade. Yeah, over. Uh, this is looking in the cup right I now. I can't believe I'm working with people who this enjoy Nickelback. Yeah. This is delightful. It is. It is <laughs> heartwarming. Heartwarming, and I think. Oh, uh, you heard the lyrics. It, it'll be. It's like ChatGPT. And not only that, it's going to be nervous. Nerve-wracking, I feel. Imagine someone, an artist it. you love, yes. and you have to go up on stage and, and hold your phone. Who would be your? It would be nerve-wracking for most people. Who would you want to be on stage with? <laughs> well, you're you're a musician, so who would you want to be on stage with? Ooh, man, I'm gonna go hit heavy in the New York vibes. Yes. Tribe Called Quest. Oh. That is such a good answer. Right. That's Paul a Quest, great. Baby. That's a great answer. <laughs> who would you guys want to be with? Oh God. Oh, it'd probably be a cumbia band. It's yeah. Someone we've I'm never heard of. Neat, yeah. <laughs> Surprise! It's not just you and Tevez with a guitar. Wow. That would be cool. He does have a cumbia band. Does he? Oh, he was growing up. Yeah, he did. He was part of a cumbia. Yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, There's no yeah. music See? playing. That, You're just dancing. That, 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 that. Anyway, <laughs> I, I hope Vanny Sartini gets a photograph. I, I'm yeah. sure he oh. will. We'll no keep everyone. We've got to get him on the show. He is. Over he is one of the best characters in in MLS. He's a phenomenal dude. Yeah. Way to go, Vanny. For me, it'd be Bad Bunny, by the way. Mm. I'm going Rihanna. On stage Bad Bunny? That'd be Rihanna. So Sorry, it's Rihanna. We, we have all been pronouncing her name yeah. wrong, apparently. Jenny Chu has some headlines. She's been waiting over there patiently. Are, how do you feel about Nickelback? Do you go I, I thought the photograph joke was really good, Nico. She, good. You didn't catch it. No. Yeah. I said, yeah. I hope he gets a photograph. Oh, yeah. the Nickelback What's the bit? Song. Yeah, one the of their most song. known songs. Thanks. What's well, the you bit? You know what? You know what, Susanna? <laughs> he has been uh, practicing in his kitchen or his home in front of his wife for like weeks now since he got the news. Jeez, How send her flowers. It's adorable. How cute is that? He I should apologize this. to that woman. <laughs> oh my like God. Can we please? What Ugh. was the, the purple dude that we called Alexis? Grimace? But now he's like the Grinch. I'm wearing green too. No, but I'll happily be, be the Grinch being, for you're, Nickelback. You're a beautiful uh -huh. moment. No, that's Good elevator one, elevator music, bro. <laughs> Let's get to some headlines. According to our very own Fabrizio Romano, Ricardo Pepe has reportedly finalized an $11 million transfer to PSV, signing a five-year deal. Pepe scored 13 goals in all competition for Groningen, helping secure a move away from Bundesliga side Augsburg in the process. The 20-year-old striker will now challenge for a starting role under new PSV manager Peter Bosch. Fabrizio will make an appearance later on the show today for the latest on Pepe. And while Pepe is staying in the Netherlands, French midfielder Adrian Rabiot has agreed to a one-year extension with Juventus. Rabiot passed on the chance to leave on a free transfer after being linked to a potential move to Manchester United. The 28-year-old scored a career-high 11 goals in all competitions last season. And while Rabiot passed on his chance to play in Manchester next season, Mateo Kovacic has secured a move joining Manchester City for Chelsea, from Chelsea in a transfer worth a reported $32 million plus add-ons. Kovacic spoke about the opportunity to play for Pep Guardiola. I came here to, to this great club with an amazing uh, manager 
to, to learn and to improve my, my, my understanding of football and to try to be the best version of myself. In MLS news, Minnesota United has signed Finnish striker Timu Puki to a designated player contract. The 33-year-old inked a two-year deal with the Loons, joining on a free transfer after his contract with Norwich City expired. The move comes at a good time for Minnesota United, which sits in 12th place in the Western Conference and has one of the lowest scoring attacks in the league. In other MLS news, Tata Martino has reportedly been hired as Inter Miami's new head coach. According to a report by Fox Sports, Martino will step into the role left vacant after Miami fired Phil Neville. Martino led Atlanta United to an MLS Cup title in 2018 and previously coached Messi at FC Barcelona and then as head coach of Argentina. Martino most recently coached Mexico at last year's World Cup. Nico, Mr. Miami, what do you think about Tata and Messi teaming up for the third time? It's not a bad shout, and uh, Inter Miami, I think it would make the most sense mm -hmm. for Tata Martino to go there. It's, uh, if you want an Argentine coaching Messi, someone from the same city coaching Messi, uh, they were together right now at uh, Maxi Rodriguez's send-off game in Rosario. So you have an experienced manager at the national team, knows how to handle Messi, knows how to handle the dressing room with Messi, and not only that, has already won mm -hmm. MLS mm -hmm. Cup. Yeah. I, th I think, not that it's a no-brainer, but it makes, makes so sense. much sense. And the only reason why I say no-brainer is because I think his Mexican national team experience was not good, but mm. bouncing back with Messi is going to be a good option. I think the... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a smart hire. I think the... I think the fact mm. that he does have so much MLS experience and has won an MLS Cup, what he did with that Atlanta United team was was remarkable, absolutely remarkable. Um, and I think that, that for that reason alone, um, this makes so much sense. But the going to have a lot of influence. going to have so much influence. But he knows this league. And he's he's gone on record as saying, like, he it's like he... He wanted back in. It's like MLS is the league. Like he can't yeah. quit. He wanted. He wanted to get back in there. And, and so I think it, there's motivation on on both sides. And I think one player that I'm excited to see how that relationship rekindles, Josef Martinez. Ooh. Can he get oh my him gosh. back to the goal scoring feet? Didn't even. This is why it's a smart. Josef Martinez. Regardless of the fact that it's Messi's friend, you know what I mean? Oh. It's actually a smart wow. hire. He's won MLS Cup. He I, understands the rules. Joseph Martinez is there. Yeah. It's a smart I, hire. I don't, I don't necessarily know if he's Messi's friend. Mm. Why did he get hired by Barca? That, that's, that's the first part of the relationship. He wanted, Messi wanted Tata Martino at Barca because they had the Rosario connection. But after that, they, they don't have neither a positive nor a negative relationship. It's a professional relationship. Well, out of respect. After, after the national team, M Messi, Messi isn't out there throwing flowers constantly at, at Tata Martino. It was a professional relationship. You don't especially think Messi after... was reached out to and said, hey, we're thinking of hiring oh, Tata Martino? for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be a, a, a great and option. And he okayed it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't think it was a bad relationship, but I don't think it's a flower relationship. They don't that doesn't need to be. Right. It's yeah. a professional relationship, yeah. and that's yeah. it. I think it's, it's not like, smart. I don't, I don't think he's, me I think what you would be incorrect in saying it's Messi's friend, as if, like, mm. would Messi you say probably he's not installed Messi's him at friend. Barcelona. Would you say no. he's not Messi's friend? No. So then we could say he is his friend. Uh, and, I think, <laughs> and I think it's smart <laughs> for his career, because he was in between <laughs> two very difficult places in his career. You know, it's, you know it's kind of funny, too. How much is this going to piss off Atlanta United fans? Oh, oh my oh. God. Because they are an ornery bunch. That's now, yeah. that's now a rivalry. Yeah. I know it was yeah. them in Orlando. This yeah. is now yeah. a yeah. football rivalry. They're already salty. Yeah. Oh, I kind of love it.
Here for it. Yeah. Here for it. Um, all right, guys, we are going to take a break. We are chatting uh, some Gold Cup, the U.S. taking on St. Kitts and Nevis. Later today, we'll dive in after a quick timeout. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Group stage of the Gold Cup in full swing. Here's a look at the Group A results and fixtures. The U.S. coming off that 1-1 draw against Jamaica. They will face off against St. Kitts and Nevis tonight, 9.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Trinidad and Tobago uh, beat St. Kitts and Nevis 3-0. Bill face off against Jamaica tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Again, that match on FS1. Um, so let's talk about the U.S., Facing St. Kitts tonight, they are debutantes in this tournament. We kind of spoke about how perhaps Canada maybe underestimated Guadeloupe uh, last night. We don't think that that's going to be the case here for the U.S., but, Michael, I'm, I want to get your sort of initial reactions um, just from the U.S.'s performance against Jamaica and sort of how they've been playing in this tournament so far. I think that they underestimated a bit, and some of the names on the Jamaican national team, I <laughs> Immense talent and yep. probably the strongest national team roster I've seen Jamaica put out in a long time. A lot of Premier League experience in that. Damari Gray, Mikel Antonio, Bobby Reed even on the right-hand side for Fulham. So you can't have the wrong mentality in that first game. And sure. they did. Slow starters. But this is what makes the Gold Cup the Gold Cup. You utilize your bench, mm -hmm. showing the depth. And I think that B.J. Callahan, he got a glimpse of what life is like, truly like, in CONCACAF. It's not just for the two games in the Nations League. Mm -hmm. It's adapting to the games that things aren't going your way. And fortunately, they got the result. Yeah, they got a point. Uh, Jamaica, probably their toughest test uh, in this group. So, uh, you know, getting and a point, you can't feel bad about it. Likewise for Jamaica. Yeah. The yeah. U.S. was Jamaica's toughest test. Absolutely. Um, Jamaica so did field their best team they've ever field yeah. though yeah fair enough let's take a look at the starting 11 that bj callahan put out against mm. jamaica i think a lot of people the reaction that i sort of took away from after this match was that they weren't overly excited about the starting 11 that he put out there um this is what it looked like uh, looking ahead to tonight's match against saint kitts we we decided that um you guys should put together the starting 11 that you would like to see 
him put out. So should we go through some yeah. of these, Nico? We've already helped BJ dress. Now let's help him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pick an 11. I mean, he's clearly watching the show. Yes. Mm -hmm. Look, if, if I was the manager, I would bring in a lot of substitutions. Considering that the subs were the impact players yeah. against Jamaica, mm -hmm. I really want to see more minutes from a lot of these guys. So I'm making nine subs. Matt Turner's still in net. Yep. But I'm putting Brian Reynolds at, at right back. Miles mm -hmm. Robinson, if healthy, mm -hmm. at center back. And Jalen Neal, who came in at mm -hmm. halftime and had a good second half he for did the have U.S. A good so I, I want to see him from the get-go. And the Juan Jones as well didn't get a start. Mm -hmm. I think him at left back uh, would be interesting to see. Aiden Morris, I think this is a nice little revenge game for him. And, and let's let's be serious, uh, or not serious, let's, let's see the reality of the situation is that it doesn't matter which 11 you put on the field, the U.S. is better than St. Kitts and mm -hmm. Nevis, full stop. So you need to, you know, give these these subs or this change team an opportunity and I think they can fulfill Gianluca Busio, Georgi Mihailovic, the attacking the attacking creative midfielders and Cowell and Gressel who is coming off of his uh the birth of yes. uh, one of his, his wife his just children. uh had their second baby girl. Second baby, okay. Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. Susanna knows how many kids each of the MLS. <laughs> Julie, Julie and I are tired. Yeah. And Brandon Vasquez up top. A lot yes. of changes, but mm. I think you can be afforded that luxury given the fact uh that you're facing a lower caliber opposition. I like that. And I do I do agree that some of the subs that BJ Callahan utilized in that first match against Jamaica were the difference makers. And I, lo I love to see a Georgie Mihailovic in there. Oh, yeah. He's a guy that I want to see get more minutes with this U.S. men's national team. I feel like the ceiling for him is is pretty high. Mm. Michael, Lahoud, you're me, up. Let me get the dust off these show figures. Us. <laughs> show us, show us, show us. All oh, right. Swish. For me, yep. I agree with you about subs. Subs changed the last game and mm. subs from that last game will change this game, but you still need a couple pieces to continue that second half, late second half surge. Matt Turner, no, uh, no question about that. Penalty mm -hmm. kick save. Obviously, he's not going anywhere. I agree with you about Neil. Would love to see that continuation of that partnership with Miazga. Not sure about Miles Robinson, so I went with a safe bet. I would like to keep Robinson out of the field until he is 100% fit. Yedlin, I think he did just enough to keep his place, his experience. And Dewan Jones, he has been consistent for the mm -hmm. New England Revolution over the last two seasons. Not just this season, but two seasons. And Christian Roldan, not a lot of people, I think, give him love. I think he gets a lot of underrated. scrutiny. Underrated with the U.S. men's national team. His movement in that number eight role, making those late runs into the box, that gives numbers in the box. And I think that's what forced the errant touch that led to the Brandon Vasquez and goal for the U.S. Men's National Team. He was one of the game changers. And you're going to need that in getting those late surging runs, runs from midfield. Mihalovic, totally agree with you. Big fan of him and his performances with Azed Alkmar this year. Sands, I think, should keep his spot. You need that gravitas. I know you're enjoying that. You need that fulcrum at the base of the midfield. Cade Cowell, standout U-20s. Speed, speed, speed. Let it go. And Jesus Ferreira, he sent that cross in. I would like to see him at a right wing position Ooh. as a winger. I don't think he's a start, starting striker for the men's I kind, Do you know what? I, think I he's don't a winger. hate that. I don't hate that at all. I don't all. hate it at all. I think he prefers to kind of float behind a striker, but yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to see that. That's interesting. Yeah. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. I'm into it. 
Alexis, speaking of spice, later speaking on of spicy. Show, uh, I think for mine, uh, you know, I, I also think subs are important. They could be your heroes. Anyone get that? Um, so, <laughs> Good come on, everyone. Wow. It's early. Wake yep. up. Wow. Uh, keeping Maddie Turner in there. That guy, every time he's in goal, he hits a home run. Uh, <laughs> DeAndre Yedlin stays in there for me. I thought about bringing in Brian Reynolds, but I like a little bit more veteran uh, leadership on this uh, for this squad. Um, Miazga stays in. Miles Robinson, if he's not healthy, Jalen Neal is a great shout. Uh, Dewan Jones, I agree with you, absolutely deserves it. Mihailovic, uh, uh, I picture James Sands more sitting back. I don't think James Sands is getting enough respect. He's not going to light it up, but this man, uh, the most tackles in the last match against Jamaica, was going, was stopping everything coming forward mm -hmm. for, from three Premier League players. Give the man some respect. Played well, deserves to be back. I'm going to borrow something from uh, from Nico. He mentioned Gianluca Busio. I kind of laughed at it. I'm thinking, let's get a bit more creative. Mihailovic and Busio, I don't care if they switch. I see them more playing a bit centrally. Cade Cowell going up, Zendaya has going up. Brendan Vasquez, get that Brendan Vasquez and has connection back from the U17 mm -hmm. World Cup. Let them let them play. Let them ball. Let's see some fancy foot movement. Come on, Toka Toka. Yeah, hell yes. Mm. No, this is good. This is interesting. Do you think so? I feel like after that match against Jamaica, guys like Yedlin were getting absolutely trashed on Twitter. Like, what, they were, why? Why is he still a part of this of this team? Why is he still getting call ups? Can any of you make a make a case for DeAndre Yedlin because he was in both of your mm -hmm. your lineups? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. Please. Experience is massive in the Gold Cup. Yes, you're going to get a lot of deb debutantes. You're going to get a lot of players in Major League Soccer and around the world who this is their chance to prove their point of why they need to be in the U.S. men's national team. Mm -hmm. But you still need that calming presence, that calming factor. And I think the fact against Jamaica, the fact that he has Premier League experience, you, you can't deny that. But speed, mm -hmm. speed kills. He's got loads of it. On that goal that the U.S. scored, his ability to get forward in the box times runs, that will always be an asset. But I think he needs to be more consistent defensively. I think maybe we're not seeing the best of him in 1v1 defending because for Inter-Miami, he plays in a back three sometimes as a wing back. He's used to staying higher up, mm -hmm. but he has to be better 1v1. I wonder, like, in a really critical game, who they would choose, like, off the cuff, Brian yeah. Reynolds or DeAndre Yedlin, yeah. like an unproven Brian Reynolds with... Mm. The national team at this stage, mm -hmm. do you play it safe with the Yonder Yedlin? You know, the work rate you're going to get out of him. So I think these games, you know, test the metal of the guys who don't have as much experience. Yeah. So when we Good get point. to a Gold Cup semifinal, final, there's doubt planted mm -hmm. in the manager's mind. And maybe Brian Reynolds has a little bit of a tougher metal to be able to convince BJ Callahan to, to start in a final. Not when the rest yeah. of the team is this. Uh, inexperienced. Yeah. You want to have, like uh, like what um, Michael said, you want to have someone in there that's been there before. Yeah. And we forget DeAndre Yedlin has played against Mikel Antonio. He's defended him. He's played against some of these players. So that's why you bring him into a game like Jamaica. Okay, quickly, score predictions for this game. Nico? 4-0. Ooh. Jeez. Mm. Hey. I'm going to go a safe and healthy 2-0. I'll say 3-0. Just to break it up. Wow. I was going to go 2-0. Never going to go 4-0. Yeah. It's crazy. All around. Uh, Ooh, after my 
Norway Filipino bet. My Norway <laughs> yeah. Philippines bet Which, from yesterday. Which, by the way, like the Filipinos killed yeah, me on I social media. Yeah, 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 with yeah, all yeah. respect to I'm the Philippines, with all, I, like it would be awesome to see an upset. But if I'm going to bet a, a <laughs> chicken never, bones against Alexis, I'm, I'm never be. paying for Jollibee or Bondesal ever again. <laughs> yeah. Shouts to my Filipinos, yeah. bro. <laughs> all right, we are going to take another break. Don't go anywhere. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome back. Well, the stars of MLS will be out on July 19th for the MLS All-Star Game. The roster was announced yesterday. Here's a look at the 26 players selected that will face Arsenal in D.C. later on this month. Um, goalkeepers, we've got Tyler Miller, who is a coach's pick. Let's mm, just mm. point that out. Uh, Georgie Petrovich, one of the, the best in the league. Um, some Matt Miazga, who we talked about earlier, um, he will be making the trip to D.C. along with Tim Parker and Walker Zimmerman in the midfield. Uh, no, some surprises, but Hani Mukhtar for me was the the absolute no-brainer for for this group. Um, Lucas Zellerayan having Ricky Ricky Pooch. We could mm. a little uh, very surprised. Uh, surprise. Very surprised. Surprise. Uh, and then up top, uh, Christian Benteke. Denny Buwanga, who's having an outstanding season with LAFC. I'm really happy to see Christian Espinoza yeah. on here, who has been a standout good. player for San Jose. And Kai Kamara, the MLS journeyman, your boy, Oof, Michael Lowe. How old is this, this man? Lee so, yeah, I he's wanna, 38 now. I just 38. Explain yeah. to everybody how this roster um, is assembled. So 12 players are determined by a combined vote of fans and media and players. 12 players selected by uh, the MLS All-Star head coach, which is Wayne Rooney in this case, and then two players selected by the MLS commissioner. Don Garber. So that is how that. And the coach is always the coach of the team. Together. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So Wayne Rooney is the coach in D.C. They are hosting MLS All Star. He will coach. I wonder. All Stars. Mm. This is a research team question. Let's put them on the clock. How many managers have played in the All Star game as a player and managed the oh, MLS All Star team? Great question. I, I wonder. I don't know. It just it occurred no to me in the moment. No idea. Um, so let's talk about some of the guys that we're happy for on this roster. I mentioned Christian Espinoza of San Jose. Yeah, uh, sure. He's been. He's having a real a breakout season. Michael LaHood, tell us. Austin FC zone, John Gallagher. Doesn't get enough respect because of the up-and-down nature of the season for Is Austin he the leading FC. goal scorer Leading for goal Austin? scorer on the team. Leads the league in goal contributions. Mm. From a defender, leads the league in goal scored. By a defender, mm -hmm. and he's my favorite Irishman. So, congrats to you, John. Yeah, no, that's a that's a well-deserved shout as well. We talked about uh, Kai Kamara as well. Um, anyone else that you're you're just like, yeah, good for you. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy for uh, Schwanier. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Yeah. Uh, you know, for Montreal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Commissioner's pick. But that's always fun to see someone of uh, someone who I think plays incredibly well, two goals and two assists. But I think is a, is an important player for that team to get a shout. But I'm more shocked that Ricky Pouge made that's it. That's mm. that's one that uh, kind of was a head scratcher yeah. for me as well. LA Galaxy um, have not been good all season. Ricky Pouge, for as good as he was last year when he mm. came on. Yeah. 
Um, it's been pretty lackluster this season. Well, the Galaxy in general have have just been, and so it, that one that one was like, a little I bit. I wonder. Of a I wonder if Chicharito was healthy. If they would have picked Chicharito, just have somebody from the just Galaxy. And, and I feel like at this point, when you have these bigger name clubs, whether or not, I, I, for example, Ricky Push was a manager choice. Or I believe he was voted in. I think he's a fan voted vote. One goal in I could see more. I could see more of that than a manager's choice. He, he's looked a frustrated figure, and rightfully so, so far this season with how the Galaxy have played. But I wonder if when they did the fan voting, if people just got mixed up, because they had the right country, but completely the wrong player. Yeah. How do you not have Carlos Hill in here? Oh. That's the, that's that the is biggest the snub. That is the, so the Carlos Hill snub um, is massive. I think Julian Carranza from mm -hmm. the Philadelphia Union. Andre, honestly, the Philadelphia Union their whole attack got completely snubbed because yeah. there's only one player on this roster from the Philadelphia Union, and there were pro you could have made a case for about four or five. Andre Blake is another good shout. Oh. Speaking of Philadelphia, Tyler, and I know Tyler Miller was a coach's pick by Wayne Rooney, but you, Andre Blake, yeah, has he to be that for sure. Andre Blake on is this roster. He arguably one of the best goalkeepers, if not the best goalkeeper in the league. I'm happy for Petrovic who made it. I think Petrovic yeah. is having an extraordinary season. Absolutely but deserved. I think this Andre year, Blake is, is always is always in that yeah. conversation, but for sure over. Tyler Miller, with all respect. Nico, I would piggyback off that and say Andre Blake may be one of the best goalkeepers at this current Gold Cup, mm -hmm. even. I agree. To not even Absolutely. have that caliber of a player involved anywhere in the conversation, that's very surprising for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I think there's a couple of omissions. I compiled the list. I looked Ooh. at the commissioner's mm. pick, and, and, and I don't want to disrespect the longevity of Kai Kamara, and, and obviously that's the reason in that front he of was yes. choice, in chosen. In front of his countrymen. Countrymen, sure. absolutely. And, and Get him, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. And I think the reason why Kai Kamara was chosen by yeah. the commissioner is because he's a legend. Yeah. Straight up. But on performance base, just this year, I think there are a couple of players above Kai Kamara, including Juli Carranza. I think you could even throw Brian White into the conversation, Joaquini, Bossy from Houston. Yeah. Alan, Alan Gazdag. Gazdag has been fantastic. Alan Pulido yeah. as well. Alan Pulido is more yeah, recency, though. Yeah. Right. The injury layoff, getting hot Fair. recently. So. And for Schwanier, also, look, I have not watched enough Montreal this season, so I cannot uh, vouch mm -hmm. for Schwanier. Schwanier from yeah. Montreal, and if the commissioner thinks that's his choice, all respect to him. So I, I can't say whether it's right or it's wrong, because I, to be honest, I have not seen enough of Montreal. But there's a couple of other names that maybe you would like. Gold, for example. Uh, I was going to um, say the Vancouver Whitecaps yes, yeah. got completely snubbed. He in, is. He's in killing in silence. Yeah. Or, what do they call, in comedy, they call it killing in obscurity. It's like you're, it's you're crushing on the road, but no one's talking about yeah. you. That's gold. Julian Gressel, mm. Ryan, Go uh, Julian Ryan Gold, yeah. Yeah. Brian White. Bri yeah. can, can I tell you a couple of their names, Killing in Silence? Yeah. Damir Krylock. Absolutely, Ooh, for RSL. That's a good one. Yeah. Especially because he's like a life completely different With team him when on he's the in. Field you, you saw the absence of him. They still made the playoffs last year, but they're more dynamic he's and they're coming to life. Love that. Can I talk about a name that I'm shocked? Ricky Pouge made it because he's a big name. Yeah. For sure. Fans saw it and clicked on it. How did Lorenzo Insigne not get on this team mm. just off name brand alone? That's another L for You're Toronto. Right, because there yeah. is always that, you know, the big players just yeah. tend to make it regardless of their performance. People see it and they click. Yeah. 100%. How did Insigne not get in? That might tell Toronto, me that maybe Toronto he's not a big, as big a name as you think. Maybe Toronto might have overpaid for this guy. Oh, mm. 
Music? I don't think no. you're wrong. Uh, Namesake-wise? Well, if, if a time... Who do you think Bob Bradley would say? If a time coming <laughs> off the Euros, though, he's home. you got to pay that money. Hmm? At the time, when they got him, just won the Euros. Maybe. Valuation at that a time. A little overpay. Yeah. It's a bit of an overpay. If you're not getting the marketing off of it, mm-hmm. then, you're yeah. not, then, you're not, then you overpay. There's one more guy that I think that was, like... Desperately missed on this team. Ah, he plays for Inter Miami. What's his name? Lionel Messi. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was Can you say. imagine? Do you know what? I was. There was a part of me I'm that was actually expecting that to be announced. Like, he should land in a helicopter as a sub. <laughs> Just come in. <laughs> Onto the pitch no, in DC. They, they, no, I want to see the, the come out from the like, yeah, come like off. <laughs> the center circle opens. <laughs> he appears. Make it happen. Shawnee falls in. They got to get him back up. Oh, so good, so good. Uh, a reminder: the MLS All Star Game is on July 19th at Audi Field in DC. The MLS All Stars will face off against Arsenal. Uh, we're going to take another break. Don't go anywhere. begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 